Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Depression Help subreddit, uh, not just the Depression subreddit. Now we have the Depression Help, which uh, kind of overlaps a little bit with the Depression subreddit, um, except this one is much more, a little less of a venting and more on people asking for help. So I thought it'd be perfect uh, way to start the week out. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to any subreddit that has anything to do with mental health, try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So yeah, man, today my allergies have been, uh, you know, they haven't been bad, you know. Um, I, it's just like the annoying kind where it's like uh, watery eyes, runny nose and stuff. So um but uh, yeah, besides that, man, it's it's been uh, luckily it's been pretty good. Like I said, I've never in Texas, I've never had as bad of allergies as I have in California. So that's always like the the problem with going back to California in the spring is, man, it is not it, it does not feel good. But you know, a lot of things have been going on recently. I got a job interview tomorrow, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm. I, I don't know where I am with it, to be completely honest with you. I'm like, I'm excited, and yet, uh, you know, uh, I, I try not to get my hopes up too high. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm I'm negative about expectation. It doesn't mean I have, like, negative expectations, right? I, I think it's, 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 you shouldn't go the opposite way with expectations. Like, you shouldn't have bad expectations, like, oh, I'll never be able to do this. But I think you should manage your expectations as, as much as you can, meaning, um, you know, you don't have enough information to really know, like, hey, am I going to get at this job? But um, usually if they call you in for an interview, they're very interested in, in, um, in what you have to offer. And if they drug test you and do all that kind of stuff, I mean, because that costs, that costs, uh, somebody was telling me this, I think it's like a, over a hundred, but it's like, I think it's, it's a little bit more than that too. So if they're going to spend that kind of money on a drug test or anything like that, usually you're, uh, they, they want you. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I've, uh, I've learned to kind of chill out with this whole thing. I think when I first was looking for jobs, I was like, oh yeah, all the people want me, but you know, I had to also ask myself, well, what do I bring to the table? What do I, um, what do I want out of a job? That's something I never really asked myself before. I kind of always just said to myself, well, I'll just do whatever I need to do to get money, which isn't a bad philosophy, especially in your first job. Like if you're, if you're just starting out then yeah, absolutely. You know, go into it. Um, but this would be my, my third job over the course of 13, 14 years or something like that. Um, I, I did have a two-year stint where I didn't work at all. So, uh, but yeah, I really started to ask myself, you know, what do I want out of a job? What do I want to get? And, you know, sure, I want money, but at the same time, I also want, you know, workable hours. I want to, uh, and this is why I always talk about, like, you know, ask yourself, do you want to work with people or things? And so that's why I went more for the warehouse uh, receiving kind of job, if anything. You know, I, I don't, I like working with things and, you know, typically, I'll tell you what, man, I cannot, I'm not one of those people who can just work, um, in front of a computer all day. It just, I, even, even with like, and I know this sounds very ironic since I'm in front of a computer most of the day when I'm doing like editing and all that stuff, but I don't know. I, I feel like it kind of gets to me after a while, you know, it just, it just starts to eat away at me. Like I'm not, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm physically not doing enough. And so, you know, even though I had my ups and downs at, at my uh, my old job when I was doing freight and all that stuff, it was actually it, the 
time went by really fast, man. Whereas, you know, some people are really good at, uh, they, they like having, um, uh, you know, slower, a slower work pace and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, it's absolutely fine. But I've always been the one that kind of like, once I get into work, like I'm there to work, you know? So, uh, it, it's been, uh, it's been pretty interesting, but anyway, why don't we go over to the, uh, the subreddit over here and take a look. Um, male 15 years old. I've been made fun of my, for my appearance and I absolutely hate myself. Is there any way for me to get over this? You know, I hate to say, I hate to say, um, it this way because you kind of want that immediate solution at your age, but that's kind of what it has a lot to do with it it is kind of an age thing where you um how do i say this where you kind of uh as you grow up it starts to get a little bit easier like it doesn't matter if somebody calls you fat or this or that um as much it still it still gets to you right i i don't want to like pretend like insults don't get to me or either but i think it's important to uh, as you grow up to see that a lot of times when people are like, you know, saying this kind of stuff, especially as, as harsh as, as it is, a lot of times it's a reflection of their own character. And now it doesn't mean like a fat person will look at another fat person and say, oh, you're so fat because, uh, you know, they're trying to project themselves or, you know, when, when a bully bullies somebody that they're, it's always because they have a terrible life at home it could just be the their lack of social skills it could be their lack of uh emotional development and social development um you know as they as they go through that so when you're being uh made fun of for your appearance and all that kind of stuff i think it can and this also could help as well um i know some people who were made fun of for their physical appearance and then you know they changed quite uh quite dramatically um because of it you know um i know there's been a lot of pushes for hey let's end fat phobia let's end this let's end that um but there are some people who you know were called fat and then they ended up dropping a lot of weight afterwards because it was good motivation for them but other people uh you know don't don't can't have uh, they can't deal with that type of scrutiny and so uh worse results come out of it so it's a little tough to deal with but um, is there any way for you to get over this? Yes, but it, it, it comes with time. It, it's not just a, an immediate switch. It, it could be for you. I don't, I'm not too sure. Uh, but if you're on this particular subreddit and you're asking for this type of advice, I would assume you're the type of person who holds a lot of this stuff in. Um, and I think the only way to get out of this is to have a better worldview. So continue to, uh, to you know, go into your studies and also... Um, one thing that I found is, is when you're, um, reading stories, figure out how the story applies to your life, because I have, you know, I've watched a lot of anime now, whatever your medium is, books, anime, television, movies, or whatever, figure out how that, figure out how the moral, uh, affects, like, uh, comes into your life, because, uh, you can learn a lot from a moral, because obviously, you know, even if it's like some like, star wars or you know whatever right it's still written by a human being that wants to portray a message to you so um in a way you kind of get their knowledge through this medium so uh, it's always good to kind of remember that as you go as you watch these entertaining entertaining things but uh once again is there any way to get over this it kind of comes with age so 
try not to go for the the the, the immediate solution. Um, you know, suffer through this however you need to, meaning um, suffer through it in a in a um, safe way, in a way where you can, you know, um, I don't want to say mourn because that's not the right word. It's, it's not like you've lost anybody, but um, suffer in a in a healthy way, in a sense, like don't hurt yourself, don't do this, um, you know, deal deal with it. Um, however, you can, like I said, in a safe way, um, but also. Just realize that it's it's high school, and once again, that that's why I say it, it kind of comes with the worldview thing. As you once you get out of high school, man, you start to realize that your high school views, uh, it's not it, it's a little bit like that. It, you know, obviously, I don't want I don't want to say that uh, you know all of that goes away, right? There's still their tr- people have their tribes, people have their cliques, um, but I don't know. As you get older, you start to to you know value some people's opinions more than others. And um, the people that you should value opinions over others uh, should be your friends. And uh, that will definitely help you. So um, if anything, uh, make more friends as well. That's also a good way to kind of deal with the harshness uh, of high school is having a good uh, support network. Because the more you're, the more uh, friends that you have in high school, and I know this sounds very like uh, – what do you call it? The uh, stereotypical, but the more friends you have in high school, the harder it is to kind of bully you because you have so many friends behind you. So, uh, but easier said than done, right? Anyway, let's go to the next post here. How do you deal with a sense of pointlessness? Everything just feels so pointless. I know it's not. I know that I benefit from going to class, etc. But I can't shake this feeling. What do I do? Um, think about what it. Think about a, a higher goal. So meaning find your purpose in life, right? I, I talk about this a lot, but I don't think it can ever be stated enough. You know, you have to find your purpose in life, whatever that may be. And once you find that purpose in your life, it will uh, it will fuel whatever it is you're doing. And give you an example. If there is a football player who wants to, who loves playing football, but they have to have good grades to be on the team. So that can fuel them to want to have better grades um, in class, right? So if you want to do whatever you're trying to do, most likely you graduating high school is going to be a good part of this. I actually don't remember how old you are. No, yeah, you don't say. Um, Or whatever it is you may be doing, right? Uh, That's why... You know, obviously, if you go to college, you want to, you know, you you want to major in something that you can make money in. But at the same time, I remember I, uh, one of the teachers in high school said this to my sister, and so when she told me this, I was it was kind of interesting. Um, and I don't know how much I completely agree with this, but uh, basically, the teacher said, you know, if you're gonna major in something, major in something you want to do because you never know the way the market will change, and. I think that's a fair point, but either way, the market seems to reward the STEM researchers and um, business, counting, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, so if you if you want to narrow it down that way, that can work as well. Um, but I mean, that that is to a certain point, that is true, right? There there is a fluctuating marketplace of of things people value, so. You know, maybe you could be the thing that somebody values. Um, but um, you know, even if your even if your goal is something that doesn't 
get monetary reward, I think it's still fulfilling enough for you to, because you still need that fulfillment in life that makes you say, I want to go another day. I mean, uh, as much as I value work ethic and all that kind of stuff, you know, I mean, is that going to make you want to wake up the next day? Probably not. But if you're, if you're doing what you want to do on the side, right, I don't know what that may be. Maybe you want to be a DJ. Maybe you want to do this, um, like doing YouTube and podcasting. Well, I mean, listen, unless you're the top 1%, you're probably not going to make money in either one of those fields, but you can still have fun doing it. And you can still have, you can still have that drive to want to uh, continue to be better. So I think that's, that's important to uh, figure out as you, as you kind of learn more about yourself. So uh, like I said, try and find your purpose. And it, depending on what, what age you are, it's hard to find it. It's hard to figure it out. Um, and even then, it might change as you grow up, which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, give you an example, right? My my original passion was music. And then as I got older, uh, I mean, I still like music and I, think, I still think it's cool. But um, I kind of grew out of it and started doing the YouTube podcasting thing. But my music kind of helps me out a lot with... Uh, with trying to um, see the world a little differently. Um, once you understand music, you, you kind of understand, uh, you kind of look at the world through a different metaphorical lens, so to speak. Um, and so it's, it's cool to see that, um, that play out. Also, you get to, you know, it's really cool listening to music after you've learned music, uh, a little bit of music theory and everything. So, um, and it can definitely help, you know, you can definitely use the skills that you learned in your original hobby and then add them to your new hobby. So uh, never be afraid to, to switch up, uh, you know, hobbies or, or, you know, pursuits that you have as well. Um, but yeah, how do you deal with a sense of pointless, pointlessness? Uh, mainly find your purpose, find whatever it is. Even I don't care if it's like the stupidest thing ever, right? There was, um, there was this... Uh, I think it was a woman up in Canada or something like that. And she was making, um, what, what, what was it? It was like, she was making sculptures made out of moose poop and she was making bank off of this stuff. Right. Um, now whether or not that was her, her, like what she wanted to do, I don't know, but maybe she was combining a couple different hobbies, comedy, uh, artistic expression. Um, I don't know, wildlife. <laughs> um, but you know, she she ended up finding a niche and listen you know that niche might not have like the most people right might not have everybody wanting to 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 go for it but there you know there are some people out there who would probably uh, find your niche very um you know they they find your niche interesting and want to check it out you know so Anyway, let's go over to the next post. Stop wasting your money on me is the title of this next post. When people are trying to just do something nice and buy something from me, how do I think something other than, quote, why are you wasting your money on me? I'm not worth it, end quote. Um, you know, one way that I learned to um, accept gifts, because, you know, I don't know how many of you guys are out there, but, you know, when you get a gift, you're like, oh, man, now I need to pay them back. Now I need to do this. Um what I learned to do, and I, I, I really, <laughs> I don't think my friend ever realized how much this had an effect on me. But um, back when I was on the, um, I was, uh, I was on the youth, uh, not youth. Uh, what, what would you say? I, I was in like an alternate um, service to the, the regular uh, 
you know, worship service at uh, at my church. And so I, I was responsible for the music. But every now and then when the pastor was out, we would just it wasn't a sermon. It was just we would just give a speech, you know, just give like a generalized speech and all that stuff. And one of the speeches that one of the other guys did, because we would we would alternate sometimes. Um, we ended up doing this speech. Or he ended up doing the speech. And uh, one of the things that he said in it was uh, sometimes the best gift you can give to somebody is accepting their gift to you. And I never I never really thought about that. I never really thought about it like that, right? Because you always think of like, oh, here's a gift, here's a gift, here's a gift. But, you know, have you ever have you ever had a, uh, a young kid draw you something and have them give it to you or do something that they're really proud of and give it to you, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever felt that or, or you know, maybe somebody you like made something, made you like a, I don't know, what a sandwich or a, or a, your favorite food and they they just wanted to see the joy on your face um sometimes doing that is enough to to make somebody's day even though you're it seems like you're the one getting it uh that acceptance of that gift is it could be enough to make somebody's day and i think it's important to remember that and to remember the magic words thank you do not do don't try and do this whole thing like oh man you really shouldn't have don't do that Okay, if somebody gives you a gift, say thank you and I really appreciate it. Even if it's even if it's scripted out, man. I have said thank you so many times when I it's not that I didn't mean it, but I wanted to self-deprecate and um you know, uh, just act like it it uh they shouldn't have done it, but um just saying thank you is enough. So, um try and rem- try and remember that you know instead of trying to um and by the way as you go through it i don't want to say like a fake it till you ma- till you till you make it but it it does kind of feel that way after a while you really do start to feel real gratitude and instead of focusing on yourself in this matter so focusing on the feelings inside yourself of not feeling adequate enough to accept this gift focus on them what do they want to tell you through this gift Maybe that they care about you. Maybe that they, and if you just reject those feelings when you're getting that gift, well, it's just a big slap in the face to the person giving you the gift, and you don't want that, right? So I think it's very important to uh, to deal with that um, that sense of inferiority through, you know, like I said, just scripting up a, a response, and, and until eventually you start to, it's not about feeling worthy. It's just about uh, reciprocating somebody's generosity. And it's not always with giving another gift, right? Um, you know, if you give somebody a gift card for 50 bucks and they give you a gift card for 50 bucks, well, it's, you, you know, it doesn't really make any sense, right? It's like, oh, well, I got this. But if you give somebody, if somebody gives you 50 bucks and you say, wow, thank you so much, man. Do you want to go, you know, let's go use this, man. You want to go out and get something and, you know, uh, it, it can, you can, there's other ways to reciprocate than just giving the same thing back or giving something of great of greater or equal to uh, value. So, all right, let's go over to the next post. I think this might be our last one here. Um, I need help is the next post here. I just need help on what to do with my mental health at the moment. My name, I'm not going to say the person's name because they're only 16. I'm just starting to hurt my close friends and family unintentionally. And a few weeks ago, I started to cut. Each day I'm on the edge of uh, KMS or killing myself. And my life is pain. I have a suicide pact with some of my close friends, but I'm wondering if there is some way around it. I've been on three different meds for my depression. Not uh, None have helped. I've been in therapy for over a year and it doesn't help. And I'm terrified of mental hospitals. 
please help me. I have what is a suicide pact? Hold on, what is, what is this? Is this something new that I've never heard of? What is what is what is this? I hope this isn't what I'm thinking it is. Uh, agreement between multiple inv- individuals to commit suicide. Ah, uh, that's exactly what I thought it was. Suicide pact is an agreed plan between two or more individuals to commit suicide. The plan may be to die together or separately or closely timed. Ugh, man. Um, I don't mean that as ugh, like you know this person is disgusting. It's like more ugh, man. That's uh, that's not good too. And this is where I I you know when I talk about community, I always try and emphasize. Well, I mean at least more recently, I was trying to emphasize the importance of finding the right community. Right? Um, if you're in a toxic community that encourages this type of stuff, it's only going to fuel you more to continue to conform right because if you have a suicide pact with these people right um and they're your close friends then you're gonna want to go through with it which is it's not good man i just released a video today um on or not sorry not today uh yesterday on youtube about um about glorifying mental illness and i i i i don't know how i feel about it but you know, I, I remember when 13 Reasons Why came out and, you know, all this other stuff, uh, you know, the, in the video, I talk about Romeo and Juliet as well, right? This kind of glorification of suicide and all this stuff. I, 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 I as I start, as, like, once I kind of got this idea of, oh, glorifying mental illnesses could lead to, you know, people wanting to do it more, I really started to think to myself, like, man, am I contributing to this? And, I, I don't know. I don't know how I, how I feel about it, man. It, it's very interesting. But as I said before, um, if you're with people who think, who value this, you know, and that's the other thing, you have to figure out what people value in life. Um, and if they don't value the same things you value, I mean, it, it doesn't always have to be like the same exact things, but if they value the opposite things you value, it might not work out, especially if you're just, um, Surrounding yourself with all of these people, right? If it, if all of your friends and uh, whatnot, all of your community, they they're all um, you know opposing your values or po- opposing what you live for, then uh, yeah, like I said, it can be very problematic. Um, so, in terms of your mental health, as I said, uh, your friends are not helping this. I, I that's the biggest like red flag I see in this whole in this whole post right um and listen it is very common for people to be terrified of mental hospitals i i'm not going to i'm not going to say that i don't fear them as well right even though i've been to one and i had a very good experience not all of them are going to be the same right not all of them have exactly the same network um not exactly not all of them are going to have the exact same um staff right um and also it you know, to be fair, it does cost quite a bit of money if you're here in America, right? It, it you know, just for three days and and including a uh, an ambulance ride that was literally from one side of the parking lot to another. I mean, it all ended up being like fourteen hundred bucks, which you know is a lot of money. So um, I I think that's important to think about, right? Um, I know it, it, you know, I know people probably don't want to think about the monetary uh ramifications of their mental health but it can it can be a little pricey right i think this is the important and it's just like physical health right if you're not going to look over your physical health it could be a lot more costly to you later on down the line so i think that's important to think about as well you know because we talk about this mental health is health right it's an important part of health as well so um 
in terms of this, I mean, it sounds like you need pretty substantial uh, help from a professional is my own opinion. Um, thinking about continue, uh, thinking about um, killing yourself, uh, thinking about this suicide pact and everything. Um, you really need something, somebody to kick you out of this, this idea. Cause like I said, if you're in a community that values this type of stuff, this is why I talk a lot about the forever alone subreddit and being a part of that community, right? Like being a part of, of a community is, is great, but, and this is where gangs get a lot of their powers, right? They, they, this is where they get a lot of their power is they prey on these people who um, maybe don't have a father, maybe don't have the strongest, uh, you know, life uh, with their family, right? The strongest bond with their family. Um, and then they're much more malleable to deal with when, you know, when there is a, uh, when there's no, you know, moral compass, you know, they become the moral compass. Same thing in the situation. Since there is no moral compass in your situation, you've found other people who, you know, to be fair, are very, very young, right? If you're 16, I'm assuming these other people are in their teen or their teenagers as well. They don't have a worldview. I'm not trying to discredit them or anything like that, but they don't have a, a great worldview this early on in life. Um, I can almost guarantee that, especially if they're, they've gone this far. Um, so yeah, I'm assuming uh, a, a professional would probably be, help, be able to help you deal with that as well as say, hey, listen, these people are not good for you. And that's what a, you know, a parent would usually do. But like I said, it doesn't sound like maybe you have the best home life or maybe you do, right? Uh, it, it is a very tough, it's very tough to infer a lot of this stuff because there are some people who have great lives and then end up turning to a lot of the, the, the dark sides of life too. So who knows? But uh, my advice to, for you would definitely be to get some, you know, get find a therapist that works for you. Because um, it may be your therapist right now has not worked for you. Don't be afraid to switch therapists, right? You're the one paying them. Um, so if it's not working for you, go find another therapist. That would be another another one. Uh, pr preferably somebody that does more like somatic psychotherapy because it sounds like what you're trying to deal with, uh, you're trying to deal with all of this stuff in your head, but maybe you should be dealing with the stuff in your body, the pent-up anxiety, the pent-up trauma that is in your body because that will keep you, uh, that, that can keep you more present than you just dealing with all of these thoughts. So anyway, best of luck to all these people. Remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Uh, also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, also, I will have a link to the Depression Help subreddit in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.